Yo, how about them things? Um, yeah. Pretty good. The stuff. Uh, so, on the topic of anime shows that are pretty good, uh, that Michiko and Hachin show I was yep. talking about a while back, we watched the end of that like a couple weeks ago. That is a phenomenal show. Really? It is like, it is up there. It is one of the greats. Snap, I'll have to check it out then. It's really good. And uh, we watched the first few episodes of this show called Bacano on the recommendation of Anime World Order. I would say that that is also worth considering. Hmm. Bacano is this like weird thing where there's like a train and all these disparate people are on the train and then some stuff goes down. I guess that's about all you can say about it. (laughs) But it's set in like 1930. I dig the period piece sort of thing. I was watching this uh, one of the Master of Horror episodes on Netflix because that's what I do with my Netflix time. Um, and it was this one where it's it's set in like maybe the 17th century around then, and uh, a guy wants to resurrect his wife, so he goes to this woman who's a known necromancer, and uh, he asks her to do it, but she says sure. If you listen to this story, and after the story is told, I'll do it if you really still want to resurrect your wife. So she tells a story about this guy who uh, is trying to raise the dead, and it's set in a world where Frankenstein exists, and the Frankenstein's monster has been created, and um, he's, I don't know, this is that's part of it, or at least rumors are spread that this has happened. So he's basically just going around. He meets like a guy who claims to be a necromancer, but he thinks he's just like a tricky street musician kind of guy. And um, eventually he meets this old guy who has this really young wife. And it's all kind of good and creepy until the old guy's like talking to him. And he's like, you know, an old man like me can't satisfy a woman like her. And um, it turns out that the old man paid a necromancer to raise the woman's dead husband from the grave so he could have sex with her. That's where it sort of falls apart. Before that, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like, quite a left turn. Then it's like really weird undead sex for like at least five minutes. Uh, and then like it, it flashes forward to like the guy who's trying to raise his wife. And uh, it turns out... <laughs> And that's when the old woman is like, and I was that woman. <laughs> and then, like, the dead husband, like, comes downstairs. He's like, because he's a zombie. And then, like, and then the, the character from the story, like, the main character, he's a zombie, too. And then, like, the old husband from the story, he's a zombie, too. And then <laughs> he's like, we're all so happy together being zombies and in love. Well, except for me. I'm not a zombie. I'm still alive. But I'm, like, 80. Um, and I was like. In the beginning, it sounded like you were going to tell him a cautionary tale, but it seems like, at least as far as you con- are concerned, you are pretty happy with this situation. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't really make sense. I don't as really understand freaky what the- as it is with your freaky dead baby that doesn't appear to age. That's kind of strange. I'm going to try to be comfortable with that. Babies are annoying. And yeah, I imagine babies eternal babies would be annoying. eternally annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll I just think be- when you have a kid... For reasons that are unknown to me, um, as grateful as I am for my parents for birthing me. Um, anyway, it just seems like you're you're just sort of p- 
powering through that phase of development. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some people like it. I don't really understand it <laughs> with all the crapping and the crying. Like, <laughs> I sort of do that already. I don't, yeah. I don't need someone holding it on my turf. I'm the one who poops and it's adorable. What? Listen, like, just trust me, it is. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's all rainbows and leprechauns and How stuff. How about that sister princess? Fairy dust. That's a pretty good show. Oh, my gosh. It is absolutely not a pretty good show. It's like the I don't even know how to show. describe it. It is the most milk toast, crappy show ever. This show is so bad, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it's not bad in the same way that other bad shows have been. Because this uh-huh. is not only a bad harem show, and I think we all know that every harem show ever has been bad. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if there was a good one that you thought was all right. It was bad. Yeah. Um, that's probably true. So this is not only in a bad genre, it's just a totally weak sauce attempt at that genre. Yeah. Like, it. When I, I, like I, I cannot emphasize enough. I must say it again. It is so milk toast. Like, it's so limp. Limp wristed, maybe. Even the way people speak, like the main character, all of his dialogue, or it's you know, it's a typical stupid story told from the main character's point of view in letters that he's writing to somebody else. Yeah. And everything he writes and says, it sounds like he's you know about to pass out from carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh huh. It's like you should not be writing this in the garage with your car running. Dear Akio. Today, six more underage girls appeared and said they were my younger sisters. Ah, Life sure is crazy on this island. Waka waka. Listen, Joel, I know, picking this show, which uh, was sent to us as part of the care package by Patty Pony Doom, uh, along with Street Fighter 4. So it was like the yin and yang. He's, he's like, I seek to bring balance to the universe. <laughs> So no. we must include the crap with the good. This is not seeking um, to bring balance to the universe. There's none of that yin and yang crap. <laughs> so uh, Gokin should totally I was like, defeat. Yeah, all right. I, I decided we watch it. I decided that it was a calculated risk, like I said, because shows like this, I feel like we've kind of exhausted our repertoire with them. Like, and, but this one is is especially bad. So maybe more blood can be squeezed from that stone. <laughs> it's just like. I mean, really, in one aspect, they do try a little bit harder because instead of having, like, five stereotypical girls, they have 13. (laughs) There are 13 of them. They just keep adding them. And they add them in, like, hordes. So it's not even like, you know, one of them gets introduced in one episode. Like, seven appear at a time. Yeah, he discovered, like, he's renting this house. And as far as he knows, nobody lives there except for these three girls that live there. And they all call him Big Brother. And then, surprise, mm-hmm. it turns out there are more people in the house that were just in rooms he hadn't discovered yet. Of course. And I'm like... Because when I, I get a house and I'm all like, whatever. I only really need one room. Well, yeah. It, it, it's so dumb. Like, I love it. He opens up the door to one room and he finds there are five girls sleeping in there who then also... Explain that they were the ones who woke up and made the extremely hot curry for breakfast. Unbeknownst huh. to anybody. Mm-hmm. And according right to me. And the three people that lived there before he even got there were also unaware that those people lived there. Yeah. Like, what, were they leaving through the fire escape? Yeah. 
It doesn't matter. People in a crack house keep better records of who's coming in and out than these cats. <laughs> and they're high on crack all the time. Exactly. They're either totally baked out of their mind or asleep. And I got to believe they would be more aware of whose company they're keeping. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like the stereotypes are... They're totally visual. It's not even <laughs> like... like the, there's no characters. It's just like, oh, we've got the karate girl and the young girl and the witch. Yeah. They're, and and but this it even girl like, hangs out with the dog. It even... Like that... The one, they only have one characteristic. Like what was that show where... The aunt, I, I mean, I know it's very difficult to describe harem shows, but try and follow me and I'll try and give as many, like if I throw out enough details about the show, maybe one of the details will be unique to that show. Okay. So I'm going to start small. The aunt owned a hot spring. I know that doesn't clear anything up. <laughs> the guy went to a school. There were like demons at the school. Are you and talking the one about chick had a sword. Cannon. Canon, yeah. Agu. Um, How could you? You should have just said yeah, agu. That one. Um, <laughs> like, in I can't that, believe I actually know that. Like, I feel like as generic as those characters were, they had more than one personality trait. Yeah, that was practically like, you know crime and punishment. There, to there this is a thing. girl in this show who is the like computer girl, and she never has a line of conversation that isn't about computers. <laughs> There's like a detective girl who speaks like Sherlock Holmes, and she never does anything but talk about detective stuff. There's a cooking girl. There's a samurai girl. There's a girl whose characteristic is just French. <laughs> yeah, and she just speaks with a French accent all the time. There's a girl who only talks about her teddy bear. <laughs> At some point, you got to think that maybe... Like, deep down in your heart of hearts, the creators of this show were trying to be funny? No. Joe, no. Don't even... I mean, I well, want no, you this to is... keep that beautiful lie close to your heart. <laughs> it is... Let's, you know, it's a beautiful paper flower that I have sculpted very carefully that protects me. Even though it could yeah. be blown to bits by the cold wind of reality. <clears throat> We've got like, to protect it. Cup it in your hands. Well, no, I mean... When the show first started, I was actually I was it, it seemed like it could be actually kind of goofy funny because it starts out Cromarty esque, you know. It's they've all taken their entrance exams to schools, uh, and this yep. guy is expected to go to one of the best schools because he was the number one in his class. And it, you know everybody's like, oh, we're just we're all going to graduate, we're all going to go to great schools. And they had this kind of funny visual thing where he's marching around and there's this huge mob of gray feet. And bodies just sort of marching behind him or along with him, and I, I found that kind of you know interesting and intriguing. Like it was a, yeah. a little unusual, and I was like, oh, this this could go places. And then, and the, I think at the 15 minute mark, you get introduced yeah. to the first little sister, and it is all over. It just like I, I was like, um, I was gonna say you watched, and then like, and then the sixth second of the show happened. Yeah, and you realize that no, it wasn't fat garbage. But those first five seconds, you were willing to believe. You were like, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, I mean, I knew it was garbage from the very beginning, but I think the thing that really cemented its garbagey, like, was when he's sitting on the trolley 
with one of those girls, and she's like one of like the little shy Moe girls. I mean, I guess they're all, I don't know. I don't even know what Moe means anymore. Who cares? I know when I see it's it. One it's of those, just like pornography. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this, she's like probably one of these like girls that looks like she's seven. She's probably 14 or 19. Or 420. Or they're sitting on the trolley, and the, the conductor, he's like, all right, ring the bell if you want to get off on the next stop. And the, the girl's like, like, like she's, I don't know, like she's so scared she's going to pee her pants. <laughs> and like finally the character has to, the main character has to ask her if she's going to get off at the next stop. And then he has to do it for her because she's too shy to do it herself. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Like, did you just she's, ride the bus until the bus driver? She's too shy to raise her hand to get off the trolley. Like, she's basically an invalid. Like, she she's functionally retarded. She's like an she's autistic. She's locked up in her own head. She doesn't even know what's happening. I also like it. Like it went up. Whatever he says, like at the end of the episode. I guess getting the house or whatever. He's like, well, at least something good happened today. And I'm just like, motherfucker, somebody bought you a watch. Somebody bought you some clothes. You got a mansion to live in. Like, what was the bad thing that happened today? You had to go to an island paradise to go to high school? Yeah, that's the worst part. He's constantly complaining about having not gotten into one of the great high schools in Japan. And then he arrives at like... What I can only imagine or describe as a paradise, because yeah. that's what it is. It looks really nice, and he's like, "I want to go home." Mm-hmm. Pretty much. You're a and doofus. then he like for the first couple episodes, he's like trying to get home, like builds a raft out of plastic bags. Yeah, because there's no boats. The whole it's it's sort of Groundhog's Day in the. Uh, in that yeah. way that all of his attempts to escape the island are thwarted by nothing but everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. I and think just like, can't leave. And they're like, don't leave, big brother. No, don't leave, big brother. Oh, my gosh, dude. That one girl who does the most talking or was talking about they're trying to go into town, but then they can't go into town. And the one girl wanted to buy a storybook so she could read it with big brother. And by the time I knew that much about her, I knew that I wanted to tie her up in a sack with a bunch of rocks and throw her into the pond. <laughs> it was just like... My favorite thing about that scene, because I know the scene you're talking about, or at least I think it is, they all kind of melt together. There are no There are scenes. many scenes yeah. where they comment, it's like the sisters talking about how they all love him more than everybody else. <laughs> and so I, I think it's that one. Because I think she's like, I want to get a storybook to read with Big Brother. And like some other chick is like, I want to get a storybook to read with Big Brother. Or like, or I just got a storybook to read with Big Brother. And the little girl says, now I'm jealous. Like, <laughs> this is the level of writing on this show that they're just saying their feelings now. <laughs> it's like, this makes me angry. <laughs> That's how I operate throughout the day. Yeah. It's like, now I'm sad because there were no mint chocolate Oreos at the 7-Eleven. No, don't, don't, don't even mention why you're sad. That's, that's really too much dialogue for a character. 
like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- I think uh, when me and Dave were preparing for this podcast and trying to figure out what time we were going to do it, uh, Dave, I said, "Sister Princess is like some kind of terrible curse." And then Dave said, it's like nails. And, of course, my head went to nails on a chalkboard because I was still imagining back to that girl speaking. Right. And then he said, nails in your dick. And I was like, you know what? That's more appropriate than what I was thinking of. Pretty much. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I've never had the misfortune of being in a terrible nail accident. But... I gotta figure it's sort of like six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like nail accident, yeah, probably drug you up. What is that? A nail accident? Your penis? That's not an accident. <laughs> like how do you? It's like well, I was nailing in between my legs, trying to put these two by fours <laughs> together. You were like, yeah, well, you were holding the boards between your legs, and you were you, you had the nail gun. And you were like, all right, hold it steady there. And you're like, kachook! And I know that Sister Princess only lasts about 100 minutes if you skip the opening and endings. And a nail through your penis is basically a lifetime affliction. (laughs) It would heal. It would heal. It's not a lifetime. You have to walk around like that forever. No doctor will treat you because you're just too dumb. Like no, we're yeah, just, they just laugh at you. You know what we're gonna like, do? Okay, what's your problem? It's like I didn't know I came to Doctor Gregory House. What we're gonna like, do give me is your just snarky cut, sarcasm. We're just gonna cut the board to a manageable length, and you're gonna have to wear skirts for the rest <laughs> of your life. <laughs> I didn't even think that the board would still be attached to the nail. Oh man, I, yeah, I was imagining like trying was to get just to the thinking hospital. You missed the board entirely. There's like a two by four sitting out the window. You're like reclined on it every time you hit a speed <laughs> bump. You just vomit. <laughs> oh, this was the oh, worst man, idea ever. With a pickup truck, you just curl up in the bed. <laughs> just kill me now. It's like I I knew I wasn't handy, but this is just ridiculous. <laughs> and in and in any way, that scenario. Possibly better than Sister Princess. Oh, yeah. Probably. Like I said, Sister Prisons is a trans, transient, transitive. It passes by. It's transient, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a wave of searing heat. Like, but I don't know. Is that intense but momentary pain really better than a lifetime of intense but not as soul-shatteringly bad pain? I mean, seriously, well, in seriously, this show, the line, where's Mr. Teddy Bear, is uttered. <laughs> and I've got my nail gun out. It's not even like a nail gun at that point. I just have like a hammer yeah. and a nail, and I'm looking down, and I'm trying to You're figure like, out gonna what's do better. It. I'm going to do it. Because I'm trying to figure out a way that I can erase the awareness of Sister Princess from my mind. Can't do it. Not going to happen. Yeah, you know. The only way you're going to get rid of it, with a bullet. I mean, I guess, you know, in a... And even then, you might miss. <laughs> what if you make yourself retarded, and the only thing you can remember is Sister Princess? And then you like it, and the irony is but complete. No, not you might not, You might be trapped in your own head. Oh, yeah. But if you paralyze yourself, you're it, mute. It's like that Metallica song. And the only thing you song. can remember is Sister Princess. Yeah, it's like the Metallica <laughs> song. Yeah, it's just like one. <laughs> but way right, worse. Too terrible. In a hypothetical situation in which time travel exists, I'm seriously considering figuring out a way to go back in time and kill myself before having seen this show. 
So Still I would the problem is time travel cannot exist because it didn't already happen. No. <laughs> We're on this conversation. Your side of the phone just goes dead as you blip out of existence. Yes. Dave, all of a sudden, the podcast is just being erased one by one from the internet. Somebody's like watching it happen. And I'm playing some Johnny Be Good on the guitar at the high school prom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've already forgotten. I never actually knew you existed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your future self snuffed me out as an embryo. You would have known about it. You would you would have still known me because I'm not like going back and killing myself as an instant as an infant. I mean, what are, Joel, think of if you're gonna kill yourself for watching one of these shows, why not kill yourself before you watch any of them? Yes, yeah, true. I mean, Elfin Lee. <laughs> there's such a long list of things I would rather have not known. Really, just September fifteenth, two thousand five. <laughs> I'll the take the whole planet out with me. Started. It's like, you realize Imagine if you travel in back in time, you're going to rip a hole in the space-time continuum that will consume like, the whatever. known universe. <laughs> you know what? Seriously. Screw just, it. <laughs> it's like, that's why I keep this around. You pull out the Sister Princess DVD. The whole, as the world is sucked into The guy's into like, the, my bad. As my the, bad. Yeah, as the universe is sucked into a singularity, I will scream, you're welcome. For I will have erased <laughs> any record of Sister Princess. From but anything. Joe, she's so sleepy because she doesn't have my Mr. Teddy Bear. I can't find Mr. Teddy Bear. This house is oh haunted. Oh my god! I would just throw her off a balcony like John Voight. <laughs> Somebody get me I would a tumbler. Put her some cement shoes and drop her in the bottom of the ocean. They'd be like, "Where's Konica?" I'd be like, "Who?" Yeah, that would be my. The next person Dave... who says her name is gonna go join her. <laughs> You're gonna see where she is. Dave, we need to make a harem show. Except, like, every time something annoying happens, a random guy just, like, pops out of nowhere, like Yamagata from uh, Cromarty, and just punches somebody. <laughs> no, they need to pop out with a bat with nails through it. Where's just Mr. Beat Teddy him to Bear? A bloody pulp. Have you checked right behind your ear? Wham! Yeah. Oh, pa-pow! <laughs> Let me Wait, help you look over your She doesn't actually have a brain. She's a robot. Tony Almeida just like runs out from behind a corner and like cracks somebody's <laughs> neck while he's sweep kicking someone. Oh man, what a good life it must be to be Tony Almeida. You gotta die. That sucks. Your wife dies in a car explosion. Not ideal. Uh, the car explosion that also almost takes you out. Um, and then, but I mean, like a couple of years later, you're covered right. You got a sweet shaven head. You got a little facial hair going on. Yeah, your five o'clock life is shadow. Going okay, except you're totally despondent and grizzled, and you've done some and bad like, stuff. Y- and you spend all your time hiding behind pillars, waiting to jump jack mercenaries. <laughs> like so far- uh, the move he performed, I don't think is. I don't. I could never do it ever in my entire life because <laughs> I would it's just like, like rubbing your head and patting your stomach. <laughs> I would just try like grab the guy's head and like slide off and just like kind of land on the <laughs> yeah. ground. Yeah, just land on your back. Ooh, ooh! Curl <laughs> over on your side. Ow! Just looking at you. It's like twist your ankle while it's happening. Oh, my ankle and my pride, <laughs> my pride and my ankle. I have twisted them both. Like so, what do you want to do with this guy? It's like he's something. Just no. leave him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just let him go. I think one thing we didn't mention about Tony Almeida, when he gets captured the first time, the look that's on his face is just like, so whatever. It's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, that's because he has no reason to live. He's like, 
My life is over, Jack. My life was over a long time ago. Except he's like, my life is over, Jack. I've done some bad like, stuff, Jack. So, Tony, speak up. My cell phone connection is bad. He's like, my life, my life is, my life is over, Jack. He's like, can you hear me? I'm trying. I can't. I just can't do There's it. There's some interference on the Michelle line. Michelle died. It sounds like somebody's. It sounds like somebody's trying to sound really tough, but not succeeding. Yeah, it's like, oh, Jack. There's another incident. Jack, I've done some bad stuff. I killed 13 Japanese girls living on an island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's already there. He's repelling for the hell. That, if that was the next season of 24, or even if they just discovered that Sister Princess exists and went on a commando mission to wipe out Japan, <laughs> they were like, we know the genocide thing is, like, sucky and all, but, I mean, come on. Their, their culture produced this. <laughs> and I know car culture produced Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> You better be careful, man. Boston Market is hallowed ground among some people. Who? Kathy loves Boston Market. Why? I don't know. I love the concept of Boston Market in that, like, chicken, good. Mashed (laughs) potatoes, good. But, like, I don't know, man. I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But at least we haven't given Boston Market to the rest of the world. Yeah. Well, have we? Oh, man. I spent the better part of today. By the better part, I mean about 15 minutes. But I said I found <laughs> Among this all of my activities, that, this was the most extensive. Oh, it was the most valuable, certainly. <laughs> um, I found this page that details all the McDonald's sandwiches you can get around the world. There is one in Sweden or something that is called the McHuevo. And uh, it's got a picture of, like, a Mexican guy in a samba and a sombrero and a poncho on the cover. Like, the ad is, like, this, this like, painting of, a, like, this incredibly stereotypical Mexican guy. He might as well be drunk and passed out while driving illegal people over the border <laughs> while picking watermelons in the Home Depot parking lot. Oh, uh, Yes. But yeah. Anyway, Sister Princess. I hear there's like basically like a, a Geki Ganger show in this where like it's like, hey, otakus, you guys like anime, right? Here's this like I just wanna believe that there's nobody in the world that watches this show. Well, you wanna believe that nobody watches it at all. But like that's just not going to happen. We're not that lucky. Yeah. But you want to believe that nobody watches this seriously because it's so unsubtle. <laughs> like, they might as well say, like, you are a nerdy loser, but I still want to have sex with you or shower you with affection because nerdy losers are cool, too. Yeah. I want to offer inside, you plenty of opportunities to rescue me from ghosts that don't exist. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? It's cool. He's got an annoying friend. I'm surprised there's another male character in this show. But it's just like, there's a girl in a Playboy bunny outfit. What is that about? I don't know. He's wearing like a tie and shit. Terrible. Does anything make sense anymore? Uh, no, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I I saw the first couple episodes of uh, Haruhi Suzumiya last night. It was pretty good. It was like actually kind of funny. 
I was really not expecting that. With all the hype on the internet, I thought that show was going to be garbage. Wait, what I don't show? Believe you. Haruhi, the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh, yeah. yeah Have no, you watched it? That, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. It's passable. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like, Well, it's not uh, just totally I lame. Was, what it's a, it's like it's just not completely lame. It's got girls, well, but they're not I mean, stupid. It, obviously, it's it is self aware. Like these these things are jokes, um, like and not like in this. If they're even aware of how lame they are, they're certainly not joking about it. This is entirely serious. Yeah, it's just totally totally lame. Yeah, and like it's, I just can't get over like the the discrete classifications of people. Like as as personality traits, like this is common in harem shows, but never to this degree. Like I've never seen a show that was like this, where yeah. it's like everybody just has one function that they perform. And granted, certain characters probably get fleshed out more than others, but that doesn't matter because you in the first three episodes you introduce thirteen new characters. Yeah, well, who cares? Like if you're going to introduce. That many characters in a show like this, like, there's no value to it. And there never could be. Like, it's just completely useless. There, It's the worst, it's basically the worst thing that could exist. And I know that we've said that every other one of these shows is the worst thing that could exist. But they're all kind of most worst at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bitch with a crystal ball. I hate it when these shows, like, it's not even that, like, they're so offensive with their, how stupid they are, but then they try and have a serious plot, and they're, like, people talking all shady off to the sides, where, like, the, the goofy music is playing in the background, and the guy's like, ho, 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 and then there's some girl who's like, the time is coming, they will arise soon, or some shit like that, it's like, ah, stop trying to be serious, I would <laughs> I would hate you marginally less no. if you least went with your dumbass plot and stuck with it. There's no way you could hate this any less, Dave. Be real. I don't know. I guess at, at the degree that I hate it, there's like really very little difference. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of if like if it shifts one way or the other, it's like the percentage gain is very low. Like it's if if it it's sort of like because the number is so large. If it reached a certain yeah, if it reached a certain point, your head would just pop. So you you have to control yeah. your hatred somehow. It just can't cross that yeah. line. But every because baby, it's, when you cross that line, yes, no, sure, why not? Can we just end this so I can stop thinking about Sister Princess? Yeah, that's probably for the best. I'm actually kind of surprised that uh. We got as much time as as we were, I was watching it. I was like, "There is there is nothing to talk about in this show. Like, nothing ever happens. All the characters are stupid. What? Whatever. At least it got me time to get some Akon lyrics out. Yes, Akon. He doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, I know. But remember when I love the oh man. Callum was, like, really into Gwen Stefani's solo career, which is, like, pfft. Oh, come but on. I think, I think. It's bananas, Dave. I know. That shit is bananas. <laughs> but I think it's Akon on the single from, like, yeah, the more no, recent album. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where, where he just goes, woo! Such a sweet escape. 
if I could escape yeah. and create a place yeah, in my like, own world. All he goes is woo and who. I wonder how much money he made for that. Probably more than I'll ever see. And that, uh, that's interesting to me. And also sad. Very, very sad. Good to go. Got my ice cream. Got my beer. Got my water. Where's my beer? I didn't even know you wanted a beer. Uh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I, I got the high power to sustain this. This cannon has way too much high power, man. <laughs>